let's talk here and see what this is going to sound like. And then we'll play that back. Take a drink of your water so we can see. I'm sure. Even if they can hear it, who the fuck cares? I don't care. It's, it's uh, ambiance. Yeah, um, it's kind of reminds me of um, Black Flag recorded one of their albums from like 80, 83 and the drummer Robo wore all these bracelets and it fucking oh, came up on the recording. That's cool. And, and it just adds shit. Alright. Um, okay, I'm going to have to delete that little part. So uh, we'll just go with this then, with this setup at the uh, at my kitchen table for our. For, I checked today. We had the, the last episode we did was October twentieth, October twenty twenty. So oh shit, that was months. a little longer than I thought. I thought we ended like right after Labor Day, but yeah, I thought it was September yeah. also. But yeah, October twentieth. I don't unless I wonder we're if they're better were, than we thought. <laughs> When we're not laying shit down, we're still laying shit down. Back by popular demand. Oh, you know what it was? We went some weeks without. Okay. September 13th and then October 11th. So we took a month off and then we did three, apparently. Okay. I don't remember that. But anyway, we're Here back. Here we are. We're back. Episode 72, this is. The change is, is that, um, what, like starting, what, like March 19th, whatever that one before that um, Rudy Gobert licked all the microphones and caused mm-hmm. the um, NBA to shut down. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we had been recording uh, over... Um, uh, what was it called? Zencaster. Zencaster. Yeah, Zencaster. <laughs> Sorry, Zencaster. We already forgot about um, you. Besides one or two others... Yeah. which were in person um one one in your backyard here one for the dean cameron one yeah that's right um, so we're back in brett's house and uh back and better than ever we're uh we're we're all we're all set to go um and i have i haven't been i so i have i keep this thing on my phone with topics and it would have been nice if i would have been adding topics the entire time we haven't been doing Right, and I mean, we've been hanging out a lot, but yeah. like not writing <laughs> right. shit down. But just, just like a good um, streaming series, like fucking um, Stranger Things, which apparently takes them like eighteen years to make season four. No, no, uh, uh, we've been germinating our ideas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So maybe we should hold on to this until we have like 10 episodes. Exactly. And we can just drop 10 episodes <laughs> yeah, right, at once right. and be like, all right, yeah. you guys can spend an entire drive, right. entire road trip with us. Um, it, who knows? It might be that long until I get this, uh, until I get this edited. All right. Well, I don't know. Do we have anything to say about the pandemic before we start? Well, <clears throat> we're kind of coming full circle. It was kind of a thing that was um, approaching. And like I said, Rudy Gobert pretty much shut down the <laughs> sports world. Right. And then things were kind of easing up. 
getting vaccinated, getting out a little bit more, taking the masks off a little bit more. Yeah. And now we're kind of approaching that, oh, shit, we're still not out of it. And uh, Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it seemed, um, seemed like things were slightly back, but kind of not yet. I mean, no, it's 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 uh kind of like a kind of like an 80s horror movie like friday the 13th or um nightmare on elm street or halloween where you know you, you think it's gone then you look out the fucking window where like jason fell and he's like not there <laughs> and he's gonna be right behind you yeah so, yeah that's what COVID is. It's a fucking bad '80s horror movie. So I uh, I'm looking for. I've been keeping track of the um, the COVID number. Oh, here here it is on the New York Times website. Just for uh, so the last the seven day average for August twenty second. Well, here let's look at last August twenty second. The seven day average for the number of COVID cases was forty three thousand cases per day. Okay, mm-hmm. that was the seven day average, forty three thousand. And then today, August twenty second, the average is one hundred and forty nine thousand. Three times as many cases per day. Right. And if you think about it, you have half of the people are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So theoretically you have half as many potential victims. So how are we getting three times as many cases? Right. It's, it has to be a more potent virus or whatever. So, um, it, it's kind of scary. I, I had gone away from the masks, you know, when Fauci was like, we have to get past the masks at some point, you know? And right. I was like, all right, I'm down with the no masks. But now when I go out in public, I'm wearing masks again, just, to yeah. be safe, you know, and yeah, I'm vaccinated. I've been vaccinated since April, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I got I got used to it. Yeah, yeah. I got shot up right after Christmas, and then in January, and and I've been picking and choosing where I've been wearing a mask. Uh, yeah, like uh, if it's required, I put it on. If it's optional, if it's like not busy somewhere, like I'll. Like I'm okay. Um, you know, we ran uh, into uh, each other at Meyer Saturday. You had one on, I didn't. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're walking amongst many other people. Yeah. I was like lurking around the like fabric aisle and shit. Yeah. So and that and, and there's. No, shockingly, nobody goes into the sewing section at Meyer, but mysteriously, they don't have anything over there. So, <laughs> right. go fucking figure. <laughs> what the fuck happened yeah. to it all? Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I went to um, I went to Target yesterday to pick up something for my son, and I was halfway in there before I realized that I didn't have my mask, and I was just like, "Fuck it, just go in." So I just went right. in without, and like, I'm not. I'm wearing it and I'm pretty conscientious about it. And, but you know, 10 months ago, I wouldn't have let that slide. I would have went back to the car and got, right, you know, right. so I do feel, yeah. you know, kind of buffered, buffeted, I don't know, protected whatever, right. by the vaccine. Right. So. I haven't been anywhere where, where it's like, 
crammed in people. I mean, yeah. I keep looking at at concerts, um, and then I'm just like, eh, I don't know. But like, most of the people I want to see actually postponed again. Right. Yeah. So it, it could be for fucking ticket sales. I mean, who? knows yeah. but i mean they claim they're being extra careful which is awesome but no all all these shows i've been looking into are at like the aragon or the riv and yeah. you're gonna be elbow to elbow right. and i just don't know if i want to be elbow to elbow yet. yeah i mean i never wanted to be elbow to elbow in the first place when <laughs> right. shit was not happening <laughs> right but, so like now it's like eh. yeah yeah well, I'm I'm supposed to go see um, Mark Marin in St. Louis on oh, yeah, when... September 16th. Okay, so that's just three weeks from right. this Thursday. Is that and, in a seated hall? Uh, it's in a comedy club, so yeah, oh, okay. it's seated. But and he's also made his um, uh, masked or vaccinated or proof mm-hmm. of a negative vac- right. n- negative test. So. You know, comedy clubs. I've only been to one in Chicago off Broadway, like the Laugh. It's they're laugh all factory. called Laugh something, Laugh Factory, <laughs> Laugh Club, yeah, whatever. And I mean, they're pretty intimate, as yeah. in, as in, they can probably space people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. I'll probably go. Um, I. When I bought the tickets, I thought it was a Friday night, and it turns out it's a Thursday night, so I wasn't too happy about that. But, right. um, you know, maybe well, I mean, maybe watch I'll out for those Billikins. What? Oh, St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is a Billikin? I think it's a bird, isn't it? Oh, is it? I don't know. Well, they're like mascot. Looks looks kind of like um, an evil evil little guy <laughs> well maybe it's an even evil bird uh oh no a billikin is um a mytho- mythical good luck figure who represents things as they ought to be see look at this guy a squat, I mean, smiling cosmic figure used as a mascot yeah yeah, yeah that man he is oh yeah you know he looks like the noid yeah, Dude, or who's the or who uh, the noid? The the Domino's Pizza guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, yeah. he kind of looks. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He just kind of like a um, a troll or something. Or, whammy know. from Press Your Luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's scary. There's no ki- no kid is gonna want to get their picture taken with that pelican. Right. Well, it represents things as they ought to be. That reminds me of the slogan of the great state of Maine. Maine, the way life ought to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. When we read that, God, that it, it just hit us like, yeah, that kicks ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to move here. Yeah. I haven't moved there yet. No, but we greeted it with skepticism, too. Like, right. fucking Maine is yeah. the way life ought to be? Come on. Yeah, but and after was... driving around there and spending some time there, yeah, it's mm. awesome. Not the worst I mean, thing ever. No. So when I was at Target yesterday... Um, I got out of my car and I hear a violin or a viola. Oh shit! I oh man! I, you, you know what I'm? I know say? exactly where so you're there, going. So there's this guy that stands on the sidewalk there playing music, and he's got a sign. I've never like walked up to him, but he's he's looking for money, 
Right. And he's he's playing and Did he's he looking for money. Wife there with him this, this time he didn't. Okay. I've seen it. I've seen yeah. the woman there before. Right. But I, does she do anything? I think when well, I saw her, she was just so standing there. She hope uh, because I went to Target um, about a week and a half ago, um, and she was a sign holder. Okay. There, um. Um, they have a little like local tour happening. They play Whole Foods, <laughs> Target, Coles. Yeah. Um, but but there's something there's some some kind of discrimination because they're not going to like Strax and yeah. so something's up. Probably because Strax they know Strax will uh, right. will kick them out, but. Um, and, you know, the guy's playing, and he's not really hurting anything. You know, he's not going up to people asking them for money or whatever. Right. And he's he's just kind of playing, and then people can come give him money. And yesterday, so every time I've seen him, he's on the sidewalk in front of a store. Right. But yesterday, he was on, he was in the parking lot, mm. like on, a, on like one of those islands, <laughs> like a grassy island, and he was just, like, standing there playing. And he, he like had... Like a grassy knoll? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly like a grassy knoll, uh, but and he was just you know he's got a he's got an amp, mm-hmm. so it's loud or uh, speakers or whatever, and I don't know they must be I don't know if, I don't know how they're powered I guess it doesn't matter but it's it's loud and it goes across the parking lot mm-hmm. and I just kind of walked in and I was like you know how much is how much money is this guy actually raking and doing mm-hmm. this and then but then when I'm coming out. One of Highland's finest is there talking to him, mm-hmm. and I can't hear what they're what they're saying. But I hear the police officer. Permit, yeah, I I hear the police officer <laughs> oh, say something know. about the <laughs> word permit. Okay, and I'm like, you need a you need a permit to play the viola or violin in a parking lot, like yeah. I mean, why? I, I, I guess I can understand why, because like it's one thing for him to do this, but then what if you know what if you get a, b- a whole band out there? Like where do you draw the line? You kind of have to have no tolerance for it, I right. guess. But but did I want to know if, like if somebody called the cops on this guy or like who who felt passionate enough about this to actually act on it? I, well, I mean, he they've been. Been around since April or May, right? So s- somebody, some like maybe somebody just got fed up, or 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 uh, thought he's creating <laughs> creating a disturbance. <laughs> I like I would. So I mean, no, no, I haven't given him cash. I mean. Be- because I mean, he's there's to me he's not getting the money uh, enough money to justify the gig. Now, now I haven't checked his books over, so I mean I <laughs> could be wrong, but then like like it seems you know, then the sign the wife or cohort is holding says like give us money I'm, I'm paraphrasing <laughs> no can't find work blah 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 and it's like 
<laughs> Actually, hang on a second. There's fucking jobs everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's kind of iffy. But right. I would give him cash. I will slap down a fucking hundo if he <laughs> plays the music from Last of the Mohicans at the end when Daniel Day Lewis is is chasing uh, the Mohawks. Um, that have his girlfriend and his sister and his uh, brother is chasing them also. If he does that, like, long fucking music, I'll fucking pay him. Because that is a kick-ass piece. <laughs> Are you going to go there, like, dressed up in, in Daniel Day-Lewis's get-up or this whatever? Is and... racist there. I mean, no. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, I... <laughs> And I'd explain the song just like that. <laughs> hey man, do you remember the fucking last Mohicans' well, kick-ass song? Will the, you will you say it as though it's common knowledge, like everybody's seen it? Because I've never seen that fucking movie, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh man! <laughs> but you, I mean, you're saying it like it's you know Happy Birthday or something. Well, I mean, it's a great movie. It came out when we were in high school, I think freshman or sophomore oh year. did it uh, yeah i'm almost was, positive i thought it was sooner than that um let's see maybe eighth grade I, yeah. yeah 1992 good job oh, you're, you're right so um god it's such an awesome movie i mean it's a great love story all right Ooh, I, madeline stowe i, I had love such a great a love for... story <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i the the soundtrack is really great um okay yeah I had such a thing for Madeline Stowe. Who cares if she's 20 years older than me? Oh, yeah. That's like right in her wheelhouse. (laughs) But, no, it still holds up. That movie, I came came across the, like, last hour of it back in, like, June or something. And I actually watched most of that, that hour. And it, like, still holds up. All right. So I'll check. Maybe I'll check. Last of the Mohicans soundtrack, and if this dude can play it, I'll pay him a hundred bucks. <laughs> what if he's a listener? What if, What if he's actually listened to this and you go there next time and he's playing that? Well, I mean, I'd ask him like how he's paying his like cell phone bill and like all that. <laughs> Speaking of not being able to find work, I. I've heard about, you know, I've heard people say, oh, businesses can't find help or whatever, but I'm really starting to see it lately yeah, oh, in yeah. certain places. Yeah, it's I pretty feel bad, bad in a lot of places. I feel bad for, you know, the business owner, the owner. I mean, I mean, uh, um, uh, especially some, like, uh, independently owned right. business. And, I mean, I feel bad for the people working there that are yeah busting their ass and probably getting so much shit right yeah i mean it's it's just a bad situation and i mean there's to me like it's like a corporation it's like this is what happens when you don't pay people enough, asshole. <laughs> right. Like it's not rocket science, right? Yeah. So yeah, but even you know the the McDonald's by us that I'm still feeding my diet coke addiction mm-hmm. through. They're paying twelve dollars an hour, right? Which 
you know, for kids who are getting their first job or like college kids or whatever, that's not bad. You know, you right. can't it's you can't live on it. But as a first job, that's not that's a pretty good wage. It I seems know. like to me. But I know. I I think unfortunately that's not a first job for for a people. lot of people. Right. That's the issue. Right. That's the right. issue. And but and I know you know Ben, my son. He's going to be 17 in a few weeks, so he can obviously work. But I also, we haven't been pressing him to get a job because it's like, you know, do you really, do I really want him going someplace when COVID is still running rampant, you know, Mm -hmm. and just kind of like exposing himself more, you know, like not in the Jeffrey Tubin exposing himself (laughs) way. (laughs) Like... Who is back? You know Jeffrey Toobin. Oh, is he? Yeah, he was the he <laughs> Jeffrey Toobin the... is back and better than ever. Like us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he's back and he was on uh, he was back on CNN. It's been a couple months ago now, and when he first came back, they had him on, and he basically said, you know, I have no excuse. I shouldn't have. I don't know what he said. He shouldn't have done. But, you know, like I. It's one of those things that, you know, how there is no explanation for it. Like, everybody knows what you were doing. Everybody knows you thought there you were going to get away with it, right. and you didn't. Right. You're, you're a well, dumbass. Like, well, and did he try to get away with it? I mean... No, I mean by doing it during the meeting. Oh, Like, right, he didn't right. try to say it wasn't happening. Right, right. Like, he thought nobody was watching. It wasn't was, me. Yeah, right, right. I mean, there's, you know, he can't pull an Anthony Weiner here. So, <laughs> no pun intended. That's the best, like, Anthony Weiner sent pictures yeah. of his Weiner. Right. Like, Pulling a Weiner. That, it's, oh, so fantastic. Now, okay, the, I am... I am fascinated by the um, the public figure apology. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't believe any of them. No. <laughs> but they're getting real crafty. Yeah. I mean, they're getting really, really crafty. And it's just interesting to uh, see what kind of lies they can come up with because i'm all for a good lie i mean <laughs> i mean if it sounds great and it's believable and if you can believe it hey it's kind of like an art yeah but like so do you think he got or he obviously kept his job they might have sent him to some kind, some type of training, which I don't, I don't know what kind of they, training you're they going better to. Better send him to fucking but, Zoom training, right? Well, well yeah, <laughs> Zoom training. Maybe. But like, do you think he he kept his job because he said, "Shit, I you fucking caught me. I'm a jackass. I really should have been doing that." I think he kept his job because there was there was no actual victim. I mean, it's not like he it's not if if he was on that call with, you know, an aide, one of his aides or something and he did it. Then, you know, you get into the Louis CK like you're a sick fuck like right. you know, exposing yourself to people whatever. But like he's on a conference call with other people like it seems like he genuinely 
didn't know what he was doing. So right. it was more like an accident rather than malicious intent. Right. So I think that that made it easier. You know, they probably just up front said, you you got to get lost for a while and let, you know, between now and whenever, tons of other people are going to screw up and we got to get this out of the public mind, right, you know? Right. And like, yeah, you're doing this on Zoom and like it's, you know, whatever, but it, it, it's not like you're a predator, you know? Right. You're an idiot. You're right. maybe, you know, I mean, impulse it, control, yeah. but like you, you're not a predator right. in the way that, fucking uh the governor guy uh cuomo like andrew cuomo is the biggest fucking dumbass ever like you're this like old man disgusting pig that like his his explanation is oh i didn't realize how much things had changed and (laughs) you didn't realize that you can't like put your hands on people right i don't care what ethnicity you are right and oh i've always hugged people i've always well you need to fucking stop and the fact that you're the governor of New York and you haven't figured out that you can't do that, whether it was that, whether it was ever quote okay before or not, like I'm sure with his current position and past business ventures that he's had to have come across sometime in the last 30 years sexual harassment training of some sort <laughs> yeah, I would like think so no i used to have to do it every yeah. year when i worked in an office and i mean i still do currently i but it's just like it's fucking common knowledge yeah now. i mean i don't know i i think i really think it's just that you get to a point where you just have so much power and you right. just think that you like a, everybody desires you, and B, you're above everything, right. you know? Cuomo. And it's just, like... What the hell does he think he is, Perry Cuomo? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so... Coming to the, to the I didn't know things change, or the... Have you... There's, there's all this kind of, like, Asian... Asian racist remarks are 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 uh, seemingly seemingly like coming back into the public eye. Yeah. They probably always been there obviously, but it's like more reported and the most recent one is Jack Morris the <laughs> yeah. the the worst the, pitcher to be in the Hall of Fame. The um Hall of, if you do something for twenty five years, you're fucking gonna get. He's he's basically the the Harold Baines of of uh, pitching. Yes. Yes. That's all he is. He hey he fucking pitched that great game seven. Yeah, nineteen eighty seven, nineteen ninety one World oh, Series. Oh, nineteen ninety one. Sorry, yeah. fucking. 10 innings or something like that? Yeah, he, he pitched yeah. 10 scoreless innings. They won one to nothing. But he's got a 3.9 career. Here. Yeah, I mean, that's in... I don't fucking care I mean, if, if it's an AL or whatever. That's just... That's mediocre, okay? So so he uh, he's doing the telecast, and he does a racist... He, he, he like, changes his voice, mm-hmm. okay? And it's like... Uh, and it's always the 
most common one, and I think it's for like all these ones I'm reading on and researching on. The common excuse for the Asian stuff is, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that was racist. Right. So, but, but you're talking. So Cuomo says, um, no, I didn't realize things have changed. Jack Morris is old. But a lot of these things are coming from younger people who, like, grew up knowing right. that they're, <laughs> right. you fucking really shouldn't say that. <laughs> right. So what's their excuse? Yeah. He, and it's always, oh, I didn't realize that that was racial. So so making your eyes slanted with your fingers, you didn't know? <laughs> right. Or dropping the S word? Like, yeah. you didn't know that's derogatory? Right. Yeah. I I think really what people mean when they say that is not that they didn't know the meaning behind it, but they didn't know that they were going to get in trouble for it now. Which is even... Even worse. Worse because <laughs> yeah. everything gets out. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just so frustrating that there's still so much of this going on. And especially, you know, just how much of the world just isn't on board with this shit yet, you right. know, and, and still doesn't see a big segment of the population in whatever way mm-hmm. is deserving of not being made fun of like that, right. you know, it's just... What the fuck's wrong? And then, so you and I talked a little bit about this Jeopardy fiasco. Now, <laughs> all right. Uh, you, I'll let you take the lead on this because you had, you, the way you explained it, the way you texted it to me the other day was great. So let's just discuss this. Right. So I read the article that Michael Richards or Richard, whichever one it is, okay, he got the host job. Then he stepped down for his past podcasts, some scandals that he was involved with, with The Price is Right, I right. guess, also. And I texted Brett saying, no, I th- uh, I'm i pretty sure that the brain trust at Jeopardy is way overthinking this host process. It's, it's a fucking game show. You just need a person who can read and have some person... E- personality doesn't even nobody was claiming that alex trebek was a goddamn comedian he, he right. just like he had this way of like having a good pause or right. like a funny quip right okay he wasn't richard Pryor. okay <laughs> uh and then you know you also pointed out that people have the guy wasn't Bob Barker, okay? Right. You know, you made an excellent point that nobody gave a fuck who Alex Trebek was. Right. Like, years ago when he hosted, like, first hosted it. And just get a person already. Yeah. Just fucking get somebody. It's not going to change anything. Right. Like, the people watching still can't answer the fucking questions. Right. Yeah. So... 
Go. Yeah. And, like, the whole idea that, you know, they're having these celebrity tryouts like LeVar Burton or Aaron Rodgers or Mayim Bialik or all these other people. Like, fuck all, all of you guys. Like, you don't need to be a celebrity to host Jeopardy. And if you are a celebrity, I'm wondering why the hell do you want to host a game show? Like, you got nothing else going on. To me, like, who knew Alex Trebek before he hosted Jeopardy? Fucking nobody. I don't know what he did. And that's what he became. He became the Jeopardy host. And people, you know, thought... They thought that he was, you know, so wise, an authority figure and all. Whatever. Like... He had the answers in front of him, you know, so of course he knows the answers. Yeah. Although I did read that he knew about three quarters of the answers on Jeopardy. And I mean, hey, I mean, he's fucking cool. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. This isn't anti-Trebek. No. But it's just anti-Jeopardy overthinking it. Yes, exactly. And like, find somebody who can go in there and make it their own and become a star quote star however much a game mm-hmm. show host can be and in the, by doing this give right. somebody who you know hasn't done anything a right. chance to do it or you know is just building their career or something i don't i don't understand but i thought the same thing when they gave like stephen colbert the the late show like stephen Col- why aren't you giving it to somebody like conan o'brien was when he or even like uh the guy that hosts the show after stephen colbert um the hell is his name? James Corden. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody here knew James Corden before he hosted that show, and probably a lot of people still don't know him. Right. But, you know, I don't know. It's just... Well, I think, like... Then we were curious as to to why the, the Jeopardy brain trust couldn't do the research on this fucking guy. <laughs> Not that, like... Um... Today, people are paranoid. They're gonna, uh, if there's a high profile position, they're gonna research. And uh, we were wondering why um, they didn't do the research on him. <laughs> then comes to find out this asshole hired himself. <laughs> right. I didn't right. fucking realize it when I texted you. Yeah. Like this fucking guy hired himself. Yeah. He pulled the uh, he pulled the Dick Cheney move. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Dick Cheney's looking for a vice president for George W. Bush, and then it, uh, I found your vice president. It's yeah. me. <laughs> good move, dude. I'll good just move. do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good Dick Cheney impression. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know. So now I read that Mayim Bialik is gonna um, is gonna be a guest host. Is gonna guest host now while they're looking for another host but in like fuck Mayim Bialik too she had some anti-vax things that she said a few years ago too and I you know I never watched that show she was on but it always struck me that she would just annoy the shit out of me so I, <laughs> I don't know I who did I say they should have oh if you're gonna have a celebrity okay if you're gonna have a celebrity there's only one obvious. There, there's one choice. The best celebrity to have do it, without a doubt. I've put a lot of thought in this, and by a lot I mean like two minutes while driving on the highway and texting Brian. <laughs> Danica McKellar, Winnie Cooper. Yes, she should be the host of Jeopardy if you're going with a celebrity host. Not Mayim Bialik, Winnie Cooper. I'm all for it. And if you want two celebrity hosts. Have Winnie Cooper 
and Fred Savage, Fred Savage go back and forth, or Paul. <laughs> or Marilyn That's Manson. Marilyn Manson, isn't it? <laughs> it's not Marilyn Manson. It's not Marilyn Manson. Yeah. That, you know, what they should do is have permanent guest hosts like they do with taking me out to the ballgame at Wrigley Field. Like, nobody took over after Harry Carey died. Right. You just had everybody do it. So you should just have, all the time, just have different hosts. And then you could have, like, Ozzy Osbourne come and do it and just mumble his way through. Would you have a... Have them host a whole excuse me week's worth or I heard that they they record a week in a day they do five episodes right. in a day so yeah I would just have them do a whole week's worth and then you could see how hard of a job it is or how easy right. of a job it is you know but it'd be and and don't give me like you know this I I don't even know who the celebrity hosts the only person I only people I've heard of is Levar Burton Aaron Rodgers right. and. My Bialik, but I mean, there there would be you could get some great celebrity hosts, right? Great celebrities to go in there and. And do I it. mean, the, the funny thing with this whole topic, I haven't watched Jeopardy in over fucking ten years. <laughs> so what the hell do I care? But the kids and I actually watch Jeopardy. It's I on Netflix. Like, oh, is it really? I think so. So I. It was. I used to watch it. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. And uh, at, at one of my old jobs, like right after college, I would um, purposely take a break yeah. f- for like a half an hour yeah. <laughs> to, to fucking watch yeah. Jeopardy because I hated that job so much. Yeah. I mean, it. It's I, I've always liked it and I like it now that I, you know, now more than when I was a kid because I know more of the answers now. Right. So that makes it more fun, too. But right. I. When um, they had Teen Jeopardy, oh yeah, a fucking clean house. <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, I got that one right. <laughs> what, what the fuck took you so long, you goddamn twelve year old? <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, but I mean, can you imagine like Henry Rollins or something being oh, a yeah. guest or? Axel Rose (laughs) Slash wouldn't Slash be an awesome Jeopardy host or um, Dr. Dre yeah oh Snoop Yeah. have Snoop do Snoop and then Martha Stewart right after that have uh, yeah that's what they should do and it could be it could be, you know, it could be a big thing, and you just always have rotating hosts, and then people would tune in just to see what craziness you have on Jeopardy. Although I think that's probably the I, Jeopardy purists wouldn't like that because they want it right. to be about the game and the seriousness of the competition, which and is cool. Yeah, so, I, I understand that. That's cool. So it takes me back to get some motherfucker who can read right. and yeah. and like not sweat all over the fucking podium. Yeah. Just get <laughs> there's millions of people out there. It, it cannot be that goddamn hard. Okay, breaking news. The Chicago Cubs have won a baseball game. Rafael Ortega hit a two-run homer in the bottom of the ninth, a walk-off home run. Fucking good old walk-off. Good old hey, walk-off. Last week they won two in a row. Did they win two in a row? Yeah. Shit, I missed that. But then I think they then and they I, capped it off with a four game losing streak. Yes, after that. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they won the series before the Royal series, right? Yeah, against yeah. Uh, Cincinnati, I think, wasn't it? Maybe. 
That that might yeah. be right. Then the Royals. Then the Royal, yeah. The powerhouse Cincinnati or Kansas City Royals come in. Um, so those are the 2015 and 16 World, World Series, Series champions, yeah. and they look like fucking Triple A teams. Yeah. The Royals, to be expected. Mm. I mean, they had their uh, cicada coming out. <laughs> Okay, they're like every thirty years they went in. We haven't been good since '83. Let's fucking go back to back. We'll fucking win one, but then after that, we're fucking not coming back and back until 2045. That's awesome. Kansas City cicadas. But then, what is the? Uh, Cubs of fucking goddamn Haley Comet. <laughs> right, right. Sh- yeah, we kind of comments every fucking hundred years. <laughs> well, we fucking won our title. Let's uh kick our feet back, buy up the whole fucking neighborhood, <laughs> right? Cry poor, right? And trade everybody away, trade everybody which, away, and then open some fucking sports book, yeah. Like, oh god, which I mean, fine, betting awesome. Do I bet? No, I haven't because I'd lose. Because as much as I think I'm well-versed with sports, like sports gambling is a whole nother level. Yeah. Like, I think that's just from what I listen to on other podcasts and, and like, that's a fucking skill. I mean, these these guys are in it. They follow these crazy trends, and just like baseball, if you win, you know, like 40%, 50%, whatever, you're doing, like, just the information they give that that makes you go, oh, shit, I didn't think about that. I'm glad I didn't put a G-spot on that game. Like it hits you. I I I think it's a skill, but um, it's still stupid. <laughs> I like it. I like gambling. Um, I don't fucking gamble. I just. How do you fucking know you like it then? I like buying one Powerball ticket every year when it reaches like five hundred million. I and like then, then fooling myself into thinking I'm gonna win, and then getting like actually a little bit disappointed when I find out that I, I didn't. kind of have this um, this um, uh, romanticized view of it. Of, of going in, cash flying everywhere, people <laughs> screaming, fucking paper tickets flying around everywhere and, and shit it just like a fucking and, Scrooge McDuck and episode. shit just gets so hardcore that like pinkies are being cut off <laughs> and like eyeballs are being fucking poked out fucking deeds of houses are being exchanged deeds of houses yeah so but that's just like one more revenue stream for them which I mean I'm off for the Cubs getting revenue streams but fucking use it yeah like don't do not use it on the jason haywards of the world the brandon morrows and time <laughs> that's probably one of the things that got them into this so-called payroll crisis these bad fucking contracts yeah um and i mean like you pointed out um um if you re-sign all 
uh, all four players that were traded that would have been over a billion dollars in contracts in the total life. Yeah. So you can't fucking do that when you fucking hit 207 yeah. every fucking year. <coughs> oh, God, I almost died. Um, That's b- batting average because it's still relevant. Yeah. Well, that's my... Sorry for all the cling-cling of my ice there, but that's um, my feeling on a lot of this is that... You know, I hate to see those guys get traded and, you know, the the emotional part of being a fan really hates to see them traded. But they didn't win the past few years with them. Right. Or they won to an extent, you know. And, yeah. like, if you're not winning, then, you know, make a change. They this, were... is the, this is the complete, like, non-emotional, like, absolute, like, you say you want to win, all right, this is what we're doing to win. And right. may, I mean, not this year, obviously. And, right. But in the, I was thinking about this last night. We don't know how these guys who they got are going to work out. We don't know how the guys in the minors who they or who they who they just drafted or whatever, and who they might sign in the offseason. Mm-hmm. If the Cubs win the World Series in 2023, Jed Hoyer looks like a fucking genius all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and it could be maybe he knows exactly what he's doing. And he's the revolutionary mind right now who can see all this shit that nobody else can. Right. Maybe not, but maybe. And we're none of us are going to know for a couple more years. But then in a couple more years, when we're looking at all this, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, I saw that coming. Just like like with Kyle, when the Cubs got Kyle Hendricks, nobody knew who the fuck Kyle Hendricks yeah, was. right. He was just a throwing in a trade. Yeah. And then, you know, all of a sudden he's your best pitcher over five years, yeah. you know? Um, um, I think that's so once... Mark Grace left the Cubs. I think that's when I realized that everybody's expendable. It's a fucking business, right? Okay, yeah. and I was young, and, yeah. and, uh, and from like that point on, I you know I do have favorite players, but I root for the Cubs. I don't now. I'm not really really attached to. Any player, I right. like them. Yeah. Okay. Bryant, awesome. Baez, the like. I really like, but kids getting distraught over trades. I understand because it's right. their their childhood, and they're not like like a jaded fuck <laughs> like I am. Right. But this is how you. This is how winning teams keep winning right this is why people hate the patriots right because of the shit they fucking keep reloading however way they fucking do it this is how um you know the giants in the mid 2000s yeah they just they kept reloading they had young people they just kept doing it this is probably you know it's different eras i understand that But that's how the Braves kept being in that right. conversation. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had those awesome pitchers, but right. they kept their lineup fresh. Right. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, I mean, if you, <clears throat> no, I feel well, one of the reasons why they sucked for so long is not want not wanting to build a winning team just 
building like um capturing that like fandom of, of right. keeping favorite people around yeah, yeah let's fucking keep this guy like five year past his prime right like yeah. no you uh, if you want to win and you're serious and you're committed if people players are not producing <clears throat> and this is a pretty large sample size here right this is yeah. this is not one bad year this no. is not one covid year yeah that core has not produced since arguably the world series year 2017 oh we got tired yeah <laughs> oh, whatever yeah okay um but from 18 on good good individual years None at the same time, mm-hmm. except Rizzo. I mean, he, he he was always consistent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if you can't win with these guys, time to move on. Yeah, that's, that's a fucking fact. Yeah. So, we'll we'll repost this in a few years and see see how it <laughs> how it turns out it, you know hopefully it turns out awesome yeah. i mean maybe they're not going to win anything for five or six more years right. maybe there's going to be none of the you never know none of the world series team was guaranteed either right. i mean right they just happen to you know turn out well in that period right and you got some guys that you drafted some guys that you signed as free agents some guys that you got in trades so you know there's a there's a variety of way of ways of doing it of right. course so um i went to chipotle today i need i really needed Did you have to s- take a shit after that <laughs> no. did they clean their f- filthy practices up Shit, I forgot about that, man. Don't fucking tell me that. That was a long time ago. Yeah. It was. All, I haven't. They're all better. They're I all better. I haven't eaten at Chipotle in like five years. I, I, I only started eating there like a year ago. I hadn't eaten there before that. Really. When I worked in Valpo, we, we ate lunch there about two to three times a week. Yeah. For, for a long time. Yeah. And, and I, Never had issues. It was just like when all that came out, I like started paying attention to what the food handlers were were doing, and I was like keeping a keen eye on uh, on them, like dropping my like food uh, I'm to the counter. No, like uh, if you pour a like a scoop of chicken okay right. and there's rice on it and it falls out they right. would like pick it up and put it back on the fucking bowl right and it's just like hey, this <laughs> the fucking counter's not clean right right but i was okay yeah but when all that like came out i was like oh maybe no i it obviously wasn't from that it was some bad lettuce right whatever it was Buddy crapped on their hands, didn't wash. <laughs> Whatever it was, when I started watching them, I was like, huh, okay. Well, that's probably why I don't want to watch my food prepared. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, some, I'll go to McDonald's. Sometimes I'll go inside now that, I, now that I can go inside again, which I'm happy about. But 
I'll be like, can I get two Diet Cokes? And they'll go back and sometimes they'll grab a cup and they'll only get one and then they'll grab the other one. So they're holding a cup in each hand and then they'll put one cup inside the other cup. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You already touched the outside of that cup and now you're putting it on the inside of this cup. Right. Like, why don't you just fucking go lick the pop before you give it to me? Exactly. Like, what are you doing? But, you know, it's I have an immune system, so it's probably okay. Right, but right. I, things like that just creep me out, you know? Like, pay, well, you pay attention to what you're doing. Like, the sub, when I was at Subway a few years ago, and the assistant manager kept sneezing mm-hmm. and wiping his nose while he's... While you're making sandwiches, you're wiping your nose. What the fuck is wrong with you? Did you eat it? I I fucking left. I turned oh, around and oh, left. Okay, I was okay. in because it was at lunch, and it was that one over on Indianapolis Boulevard that's closed. And okay. it was at lunch, and there was like four or five people in line, and he like wiped his nose repeatedly. I was like, I'm out of here. You're not. I'm not eating anything. You and even if you don't make my sandwich, you might have touched all this other stuff. Right. I'm. That was pre-COVID. We were. Re- right. you go back and listen to the early more later episodes and we're absolutely revolutionary with our uh, our germ germ oh, yeah. I, I won't say germophobia but right. our germ enlightenment right and uh, ahead of the curve for sure no and people will say well I mean that happens everywhere you just don't see it and 100% I have eaten in some places where you shouldn't be eating <laughs> right I mean I have been there yeah but but it's when you see it and then when you feel like you, you can prevent it sort right. of is where... Yeah. No, I... Okay. I mean, I mean I've probably... I have eaten hairs. I've eaten spit because people are back there and they're spitting on your food. Not... Ho- hopefully not intentionally. Right. Maybe I have. I've been okay. But... When I witness it, it changes it. It's right. just like, I yeah. really don't know if I want to, you know, you just picked your nose and pulled out a big one. I really <laughs> don't want that on my roast beef sandwich. <laughs> that is not going to pass for Jardinera. <laughs> I'm never eating roast beef again. Um, speaking of McDonald's, can we, we're not ready for the double... Barrel. McRib. <laughs> double barrel McRib. Double barrel McRib. The stupid double drive through where there's two speakers and then you merge into one line. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the worst That's fucking it. idea ever. That's at the one in Cherville uh, and the one in Highland, right? Um,. No, there the the one on Ridge Road and Ridge and Klein in Highland, okay. Munster McDonald's has it. The Cherville St. John one has it. Cherville on yeah, Forty One has it. Yeah, um, Dyer has it. Mm-hmm. God, I know a lot of McDonald's, but um, they been around a while. They, they have been, Cher- but no, I still don't know. How to operate it honestly <clears throat> they're not big and they don't they don't i don't know what specifications these things are built to and i don't think that they can be built to proper specifications because car lengths vary right. so much but inevitably like to me the way that it's supposed to work you take an order a car pulls up while that car is pulling up they take an order at the other 
one, and then that car pulls up, and then they you keep going back and forth, and you never have to wait for somebody to take an order. The idea is that somebody's always getting their order taken and moving in line. Like That's a drive-through n- roundabout. Exactly. Right. That's not how it works, because fucking people don't know how to fucking drive. So they they'll pull up, but then they won't pull up close enough to the next car and they'll leave like eight feet between them and the car in front of you. Well, asshole, now I don't have enough room to pick up, to move up to the next space. So you're totally defeating the purpose of this. So I met McDonald's the other day in St. John because they have the best Diet Coke. And I pull, there's one car at one of the speakers. The other speaker is empty. I pull up to the empty speaker. As soon as I get up there, Two other cars pull up behind the other one, and one car pulls up behind me, like that, like right behind me. So I'm sitting there, nobody's taking my order, they're taking the other car order, they finish that, I see them pull away, I like clear my throat, practice what I'm going to say, large Diet Coke, and and then they start taking the other fucking guy's order, and I'm like, what the fuck, like I was here first. And then he leaves and they take the other guy's orders. So what'd you do? I fucking left. Sons of bitches. I'm not... It, it, I was so... I was. I felt like Michael Douglas in Falling Down. <laughs> like, I wanted to go in there... Whammy just, burger? Yeah, I wanted to go in there and just like rage at somebody. And it, it was just so infuriating. Like... Not only can customers not handle this fucking right. drive-through, you guys can't handle it either. Like, let's stop overestimating the intelligence of the average American. The average American is a dumb motherfucker, <laughs> and we can't handle things. I'm amazed that we seem to be doing okay with roundabouts. I I I'm don't know. I'm completely shocked. I would have to disagree. We're failing. I've never seen an accident at one. That's what I'm going by. Uh, I'm going by the fucked up traffic that I um, encounter at roundabouts. Okay. There should be zero traffic at a roundabout. Right. Yet there's massive at busy ones. Okay. I'm not talking. There's one in Hobart heading heading towards a hospital off some fucking seventy three some, oh, yeah, some goddamn yeah, some southwest number of road. The hospital, yeah. I and you're you're telling me southwest <laughs> I don't I don't fucking know. That one's fucking empty. I'm fucking talking about anywhere in Valpo, yeah, Sherville. Roosevelt like, Calumet one. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, hey you know, there's two things happening here. You fucking got people driving 50 through it or five. Right. And all you really have to fucking do is want to, like, yield, not not drive through it quickly. Right. <laughs> but also not wait until the car. The car isn't going to fucking, if everybody operates it, the car isn't going to hit you. Right. Yeah. As one is entering. Pull into it. Right, the fucking exactly. guy's going to hit you. Yeah. But, but of course, I personally wouldn't pull in because... You, you don't know. You can't trust right. people. So. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's rough out there with the roundabouts and the drive throughs Well, but in the other thing... All right, so you did this the other day. The, it's, it's time to end the self-checkout experiment. 
Americans cannot, for the large part, for the most part, handle this grocery store self-checkout. For every Brian, there's 100 other people that should not be doing it. You need, you, uh, there should be, like you talk about vaccination cards, there should be self-checkout cards. Like, you need to show that you've undergone some fucking training or something for the self-checkout. Or at the very least that you're not a moron. Because the number of people that I see go to a self-checkout who act like they've never seen a UPC code before. Right. And... Or I should say UPC because the C in UPC stands right, right. for code. So UPC and like they don't know how to scan it. And then God forbid they do more than like one item, like have an item in each hand. It's like yeah. pick one up, scan it, put it in the bag, turn around, pick one up, scan it, put it in the bag. Pick up three things, scan them, put it in the bag. And let me move as slow as fucking possible. Right. And then when I'm done, let me put my things in my in my wallet, gather my bags. Would you just hurry the fuck up? Yeah, Come on. Hurry up. And, Move. And like, spoiler alert, you got to fucking pay at the end. So get <laughs> your shit ready. Okay? And I see this not only in, in self-checkout, but regular checkout. Like, when you're going through the fucking grocery store, at the end, it always ends the same. You have to fucking pay either... With cash or a credit card. And if you're paying with a check, you better have been born before 1950. It's inexcusable to be paying for a check if you were born after 1950. (laughs) So so we've talked about check writing on here and how, yeah, I mean, you really shouldn't be writing checks. No. Checks are for bills to mail from home, not to make purchases. This isn't 1977. No. Okay, and uh, if you're purchasing purchasing a car, okay, but the the whole like when I'm behind a person and they pull their checkbook out, oh, my fucking shoulders just sag, <laughs> and that actually might have happened um, when I went to Hobby Lobby Saturday. Hobby Lobby, me and Hobby Lobby. This is interesting. So um, um, our friend Adam um, saw him yesterday. Adam, what up? Uh, he um, set me on this little like scavenger hunt type thing. And I he um, requested a red thimble. A, a penny from 1972. Three pieces of a American cheese and a hand-drawn picture of a koala in blue crayon. <laughs> so uh, I don't. So earlier I talked about uh, Meyer and their sewing section. That was one of the reasons why I went there. So um, I haven't been to Hobby Lobby in a long time. Uh, the same reason why I won't go to other businesses. I've personally boycotted like Oberweiss and Chick-fil-A yeah Hobby Lobby got on there when they um were purchasing looted art right from Baghdad that's just fucking dirty yeah um but Adam Adam recently had a loss in his family and no I this was a thing I had 
had to fulfill. Okay. So I and, and I did all the, I couldn't find the shit anywhere, and and I went to multiple <laughs> stores, uh, and I swallowed the whole hobby hobby lobby thing because on their website they had these packages of uh, of um or three thimbles, <laughs> and one of them was this like off red, probably a little on the pink side, but hey, <laughs> um and. They claim they had them. I fucking go there. Goddamn empty rack. I found an orange one. I was like, this fucking dude's getting an orange one. (laughs) But walking in, I I arrogantly thought, I'm going to be the only guy. Being totally stereotypical. I shouldn't have been, but I was. Holy shit. I saw... Plenty of stereotypes. It was hilarious. <laughs> I saw the bored husbands, boyfriend, yeah. partners being dragged around, you know, with their wives looking at fucking fake fall leaves, you know, for the upcoming Halloween wreath or whatever. Yeah. And then I saw the hilarious hardcore looking guy yeah i'm gonna fuck you up dude oh yeah i'm i'm fucking tough and and they're in hobby lobby yeah i'm like oh that's so hardcore really this is awesome so um got the thimble got got everything else drew the goddamn koala nice I can't draw. Yeah. But fucking YouTube. <laughs> and I'm like, goddamn Rembrandt. <laughs> um, Nicely done. But uh, I kind of forgot where this was fucking going. <laughs> oh, okay. So let me bring this back. So I'm in line. They're busy. It's, it's Hobby Lobby. I'm sure they're hurting on workers help lines are long uh, it's a um school year is coming i'm sure there were teachers buying shit and i'm pretty sure that that i was behind some, maybe an educator possibly because she had a shit ton of like plastic buckets and multiples of all this shit yeah and she's fucking around fucking around fucking around in her car <laughs> fucking around some more fucking and, around. and i'm like i'm holding this thimble <laughs> it's like a down 30 now i'm looking around and and i just thought i, I recently i've had a lot of practice and patience with I, just with what's happening in our world i'm trying to be really really patient but i'm looking around and old brian would have been a fucking dick like god like just thinking like you fucking buying what the fuck i only have one thing so i looked around and thought Hey, I I just picked the wrong line. Yeah. Okay, I just picked the wrong line. And sh- this woman keeps f- fucking around, and finally <laughs> the total comes up, and then she pulls out the checkbook, <laughs> and I might the shoulders might have sagged, 
Because then <laughs> the like manager called this other cashier up and told me to step over. So maybe <laughs> maybe they do. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But like the whole ch- have half the check filled out first. Yeah. Have most of it filled out. Yeah. Like I understand the the amount written. Not gonna know, but I mean, you fucking know where you're shopping. You know what today is and what right. year it is, or you should, yeah. relatively. You fucking know what your name is. Yeah. Sign it. I I think part of the problem is that in some machines, you don't have to fill it out, and they can like put it into the register, and the register prints all that shit on it. But to me, like, if you don't know where the, whether the, you're, that the machine does that or not, like, if you want to be the asshole that writes a check, write a fucking check. Don't – that – Total lack of commitment to being an asshole. Like, I'm going to be an asshole, but only part of an asshole. Make the machine write the fucking check for me. No, motherfucker. If you want the machine to do the work, use a fucking credit card. If you're using a, if you're writing a check, write that shit out by hand. This is, this is how long I've been uh, out of the check writing loop. So right now, I probably sound like I'm out of touch. <laughs> right. But the, the machine writes it. You put it the in there and it, it prints, or, yeah, it or prints. Or pay or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you give them a blank check and it goes through there. I think, I don't know, I've never used it. I mean, we're basically, we're essentially talking about like what quill pen is the best. Right. What, what budget, <laughs> you know, like I don't fucking know, I don't use a quill pen. You know why? Because I have a beautiful fucking precise V5 rolling ball extra fine point blue pen right here. God damn it. One more thing before we wrap up. We're okay. An outing to, to the grocery store should not be a fucking family event. And if you want to make it a family event, go in off hours. Do not bring people with you to the grocery store during peak hours. Your kids are assholes. Your husband's a fucking idiot. Leave them at home. If they're if if you can't leave them at home, make them go so you don't have to go. Or there's no reason for a whole family to go to the grocery store. All you're doing is pissing people off. So fucking stop it, especially in the middle of a fucking pandemic. And we need we need a um like a um like a, a warning system. That like once you get to like code red in busyness at the store, only one person per family can go in. So like on Sundays from like 10 to 6, one person per family can go in the store. If you want little Johnny and your idiot husband and your mother-in-law to come with you shopping, you guys get there at 7 a.m. on a Sunday. I like that. Alright, you can you can Life s- lesson. You can see the things that have annoyed me the past few days that's why we recorded this so i can vent on all the shit that's annoyed me the past weekend then this list is long so we'll be back (laughs) it will be but but in the meantime do you hear all that clanking ice that's right back (laughs) that's right we're back and so is laying ice back and colder than ever so don't forget make your drink happy make your mouth happy laying ice come back next time Tell a friend there will be more. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.